Welcome to Lit with Kelly and Jacqueline, the podcast. If you're one of the people who have stopped by our blog at litwithkellyandjacqueline.com, thanks for reading and for finding us here. If this is the first time you've heard of us, we're glad you found the podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Jacqueline. And we're back in the book cave. Today, we'll be talking about our bucket list weekend, which took place last weekend. So On Nantucket. On Nantucket. <laughs> which is the most magical place, I have to tell you. It's its own little world. Yes. And... If only getting there had been as delightful as the time on island itself. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is so, true. Uh, so our audio engineer sent us with remote recording equipment. So we do have some, like, live, I guess would be the right. Yes, <laughs> Some, like, real-time recording, recording yes. from our time on the island. Um, but we had a tiny technical error with the first part of our visit. So we are going to tell you now about the travel woes that ensued on our way to the island. Yes. Um, And then we'll get into the actual content of the weekend. And just so that we're back in the spirit of things, um, it was a very eventful 24 hours, probably. (laughs) So we decided we needed to drink to a drink to go along with our retelling of our story, travel yes. story. So um, I thought I would theme the drink to <laughs> something about Nantucket. So I did a little research, and there's actually a drink called the Nantucket. So, so now we've improvised a little bit on this too, because the whole trip was about improvising. Imp- yeah, I can't even say the Improvisation. word. Improvisation. There we go. Um, so this is the Nantucket, and it's grapefruit juice, cranberry juice, and um, rum and some and a lime um i had cran raspberry so that's what we, that's we used <laughs> might have put a little too much rum in there so we had to like put a little bit more juice in there yeah, yeah it's, the ingredients it's, are right the ratios are <laughs> a little off they're changed but yeah. it's it's a very refreshing drink yeah mm-hmm. i can see having now been there i could see <laughs> sipping this on the patio uh, or the porch of your hotel yes sure. yes yep. especially in the summer so but let's talk about getting there okay all right so, we were supposed to leave Detroit Airport on a Thursday night, kind of late. We were supposed to leave at like 10.45, get to Boston at 1 in the morning, and then we had an 8 o'clock flight scheduled on Friday morning on Cape Air mm-hmm. from Boston to Nantucket. Correct. Thursday night, we get an email. At 8 o'clock. From Cape Air telling us, we we're not flying. No, nope, <laughs> On our, Friday morning. Because, you know, there's a nor'easter blowing in that weekend. So... They were expecting all this kind of snow in Boston and winds and and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But until, really until like later on Thursday night, nobody could really tell us how bad it was going to be. And the people from the hotel we were staying at did call Kelly to say that the weather could be coming in. Did we want to come on Thursday? We couldn't really go on Thursday. It was just too inconvenient. But they were going to give us a free night stay. (laughs) One more night in hindsight. (laughs) Um, So they did tell us that the weather could be coming. And it was going to be maybe a little iffy getting there, but we couldn't go. And so we decided to stick with our original itinerary. So we're on the way to the airport Thursday night, and I'm on the phone with Cape Air. It's super easy to change our flight to the 1 o'clock flight. 1 o'clock, we picked one because according to the weather forecast, everything should have been blown through by like around noon. So we're thinking if it's a little later in the afternoon, we might still get there and still make it for the majority of the events that we were scheduled for. Yeah, because nothing really started till six o'clock. Right. Oh, no, we had a bus tour, but yeah. So we make our switch. We get to the Delta counter to check in and check our bags (laughs) because there was no way I was getting (laughs) all the way there. With all my winter clothes. (laughs) With a carry-on suitcase. Right. So we have to check a bag. So we get to the counter, um, and whatever had changed on the reservation was stopping the people at Delta from checking us in all the way, and they couldn't get us a boarding pass. Kelly's got fixed really fast. Yeah, it did. But for some reason, they could not fix mine. Right. And so I learned a really important thing about checking in at Delta, and that is if the people at the baggage counter who are working to get your boarding pass and check your bag in, have a problem with your reservation, they have to call the same reservation helpline that everyone else has to call. And I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there have been a lot (laughs) of cancellations cancellations and adjustments and people are trying to get their trips straightened out. And so the the reservation line was busy. And so it took 40, no, 55 55 minutes for anyone to even be able to pick up to help the woman who was helping me. 
And then after all was said and done, she flagged down another Delta employee who like wasn't even working, who had just landed or something. And he was able to do something in this. I don't know. Whatever they did. It worked. Right. Cape Air was on the phone. She's on the phone with Delta Reservation Help. He's working his magic on the computer. And somehow a boarding pass spits out and they're able to check my bag. Now, we started at 845 with this process (laughs) for our 1045 flight. I like to be at the airport early. I like to people watch. I like to have my snack. I like to, you know, be prepared to get on board. And also now (laughs) I have to take anxiety medicine to fly. I can't do that on this side because I don't have any water because you're not supposed to take or you're not supposed to have water to take through security. And so... I am, like, trying to take my medicine as we're, like, running for the plane. I found some water. We use the facilities. We get to the gate, and we're, like, walking on. Yep. Right? Yep. We had upgraded to Delta Comfort because it's a bucket list weekend. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We found a row that only had two seats, so we were just sitting by ourselves next to one of the flight attendants who was up and gone as soon as the plane was off the ground. Right. So we make it to Boston. No problem. We we land. We find our hotel. It's a piece of cake. Now we get a real night's sleep because we don't have to be up and at the gate at 7 a.m. We go have breakfast. Right. It's a lovely breakfast. Yeah. We're we're doing great. We check out of our room with 20 minutes to spare. Walk over to the right terminal to find out. We're canceled. No, we're not flying on the 1 o'clock flight. Nope. (laughs) So then I say, and then she tells us, well... You know, we're not really sure if the four o'clock is going out either. The the seven o'clock one has definitely been canceled, she yep. says. But you know, it's still iffy about the four o'clock one. But we'll have an update at twelve o'clock. All right. Okay. So now we don't have boarding passes. So we, we cannot get. get to the comfortable side of the airport. Right. Where there's actually alcohol. Right. And benches <laughs> and seats. And, right. So we go back to the hotel lobby and they've opened the bar. <laughs> Right. So we find ourselves a spot <laughs> and we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait for these emails. And and I'm getting cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. that we're going to fly because it's now two o'clock and we still have not seen an email canceling our four o'clock flight outside. It looks like the snow has stopped. Right. The roads are starting to look clearer. Perhaps we're going to get off the ground. And then what happens at 2.05? Oh, the cancellation email that cancellation. our flight has been. Yeah. So now we have a decision to make. And while we're frantically trying to decide if we're going to book another night at the Boston airport, mm-hmm. are we going to try to find a, like an Uber to Hyannis to try to catch a ferry? Are we going to um, rent a car and get down there? Because like, now the ferry is our only shot to get to right. the island on Friday. And there's only two ferries left. Well, the, the only one ferry left that right, we would actually right, that we're make. Gonna make. <laughs> and the universe delivers us a gift in the form of Jeanette, the travel angel. <laughs> yes. Who basically planned the rest of our trip for us. She did. She told us to get on the P&B, the Plymouth and Brockton bus, which picks up at all the airport terminals. Um, It's like an hour and a half ride to Hyannis. And um, when I called the ferry company, they were also cautiously optimistic that the 7 o'clock ferry would, in fact, take off as long as the winds didn't pick up any further. So really, our best bet at this point is to get to the ferry. Now, let's... But we weren't going to take the ferry because the plane was faster by 15 minutes. Well, <laughs> from well, yeah. yeah I mean, plane ride was 45. Ferry was an hour. I'm not a ferry person. I'm not a boat person. I'm also not a an airplane person. Right. So getting the Nantucket <laughs> was going to be a challenge no matter what we did. Not a small airplane person, but I figured 45 minutes was better than an hour. But really, our, this is our last chance to get yeah. there Friday. If we don't get on this ferry on Friday, we're not getting there till Saturday morning. So we get all of our stuff together in like a span of 15 minutes. We've purchased our bus tickets. We've purchased our ferry tickets. We've gotten all of our stuff together. We pay our bill. We thank our travel <laughs> travel, <laughs> travel agent at the bar <laughs> and we take off we get on the bus the bus ride is fine um it's a big coach bus and it stops at like carpool lots yeah. along the way mm-hmm. um it would be a really handy service if you lived there and we're trying to commute to boston um so we get to the to the hyannis transportation center without issue um and from there it's a 10 minute walk a 10 minute to walk. the ferry or so we thought <laughs> Well, okay, the the problem was they got snow, just like Boston. They didn't have a lot of snow, though, but they didn't clear the sidewalks. Mm -hmm. So So it should have been an easy easy 10-minute walk on the sidewalks with our rolling suitcases turned into us slogging them through the slush. 
<laughs> there was so much snow piled up under it. It just wasn't. We were trying to walk. Wasn't in the rolling street, anymore. And every time we stepped into the street, a car was coming. coming. So now we're like, there we're was trying not to get puddles all over oh, the goodness. place. And you know, I just that's when I just burst out laughing. I just stopped and burst out laughing because it was trains, planes, and automobiles. It's, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we make it to the ferry like building the the ticket check in luggage building. And the ferry's there, mm-hmm. so that's great. So it's made it back from its run to Nantucket on time. Um, they take our suitcases. Right away. Right away as we're walking up. So we're like, okay, well, that's promising, right? And we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And we we get on the on the, on the the ferry. And uh, and lo and behold, it, it takes off. It does take off. Um, it was, uh, as we're sitting in the waiting room, though, there, Jacqueline says, oh, seat conditions, choppy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm what? so sorry. I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, no, nothing. No, no, nothing. Don't worry about it. Mm-mm. I don't know why I said that. I, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> and I'm like, it took me five or ten minutes to, like, as I'm looking around, I finally see it because they put the sea conditions up over the um, registration desk or your ticket desk. And I finally saw it, sea conditions shopping. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And it wasn't bad because I think you're in, I think you're in the bay for a good 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so it's a little calmer in the Massachusetts Bay, and then, and then, then you're then you hit open water, and you can certainly tell when you hit open yep. water. Um, there were a couple times that it was listing to the side a lot, and then it would list. There were some. There were some rolls. Yeah. Yep. There were some and then you could hear the um, water coming up over the sides. I think all in all, it was probably best that we were in the dark. Oh, I think so, too, because you could not see that water or you could not see like how far you were listing over. You could just feel it. Um, And nobody else was really reacting. No, no. There were no alarms or anything. So no, there were no alarms, though. The crew member, he did pretty much fall down the stairs one time when it listed (laughs) too far. Um, But no, but you know, the the funny thing about that ferry is they serve food and they serve alcohol. Like you could get beer, you could have a mixed drink or whatever. Um, So that was interesting. But no one actually reacted. And then so you're probably only in open water for a good 30 minutes. And then you hit the sound, right? Nantucket sound. And that's again, it's a, a little bit more protected. And you could tell when you got to calmer water there too. And then pretty soon there was the lighthouse and we were pulling into the dock and it was almost exactly an hour. I mean, they were exactly right yeah. on with that. Yeah. So we disembark, we find our suitcases. We have to wait for like someone to unload what looks like a month's worth of snacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, because they stopped at a grocery store, like, you know, brought it over on the ferry with them. Which I understand. But I was like, I can, t- my bag's right there. Yeah, I just can I just get, get a box of goldfish? Like that's, I just need to get it. Right. So we get our bags. The sweet porter from the hotel is there with the shuttle. He loads our bags in the van. He's got it nice and warm for us. And we make it to the hotel, finally. We are 12 hours late, Yep, but we made it. Yeah, and so we walk in and the uh, concierge, he, uh, his name was John, wasn't yes. it? Yes. And he's like, oh my God, you're Kelly. What did he say? I've been watching you like... I've been tracking you like Santa on NORAD. <laughs> He's like, drop your stuff. Go get something to eat before they take it down and have some wine. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> like, was, they hustled us right in. I mean, we were, it was supposed to be a themed night. We were like yeah, still was, dressed in jeans and t-shirts. It was a and, tropical themed night. Man. And yeah. so they fed us. We had a drink. We made it in time for trivia. Mm-hmm. And um, so we didn't miss all of Friday. We did no. get... We did get a little bit. So shout out to the hotel staff for being super conscientious. They were right there for us. They were at the door. They were like, just leave all your stuff here. We'll take care of it. Let's get you inside. And we really thought we were the last ones. We did, but someone came in after yeah. us. Like, I don't know how, how like, what ferry would they have taken? Because maybe they were on the car ferry. That's slower. Oh, maybe. I didn't think about that. Oh, maybe. Because I was thinking if we were on the last ferry and there was no planes running, how would they get there after us? But you're right. Well, and then there was the group on Saturday morning. Oh, there was. Very early Saturday morning. Yep. Yeah. So we were not, we were close, but we were not last. Correct. So, so, um, we, so we made it. <laughs> we did. And, and getting, getting there was as big of an adventure as the rest of the weekend, but we made it. Yeah. So, um, that takes us to Saturday morning and we 
now we're going to give you a little bit of like live coverage right from saturday yeah okay so um we're going to tell you about day one well our first full day (laughs) of of bucket list weekend um, we started off in the morning with breakfast at the hotel. Which was a wonderful breakfast. It was really good. Um, and from there, we took off for... Uh, the hotel has been really great. Uh, the staff has been really great about getting us where we need to be and, um, you know, providing tips and 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 guidance about where to head. But in the, yesterday, <laughs> in 17-degree weather, uh, we were signed up for the... Brant Point Galley Beach Walk. Yes. And so they shuttled us over to the lighthouse where we had an opportunity to take pictures. And then uh, we did see a couple of ferries come in and out of the harbor. And we were able to see the size of the ferry that we rode in on (laughs) on Thursday night in the dark versus what I believe was the car ferry. Uh, which was considerably larger, obviously, because it hauls all the cars. So, um, so that was pretty cool. It was uh, the sun came out while we were out there, which was nice. Oh, it was cold. That wind was biting. It was, cold. but oh. it was very windy, oh. and I had a, like a babushka wrapped around my head. My scarf was wrapped up. My forehead was like frozen though. Yeah. It was like almost like Botox. It took a couple of hours <laughs> for the feeling to come back to my face after we came off the beach, but it was nice to see it. Um, we were. On the quieter side, I think. Um, yeah, because the waves weren't very there big was, at all. Yeah. And so we walked about a mile from the lighthouse to the beach. Um, it's We're trying to decide if they groom the beach in the summertime because it was full of shells and, yeah. like, seaweed. It would be difficult to walk on with bare feet. Um, so they must clean it up in the summertime. So. so after our walk... Uh, we decided to keep stretching our legs, and we walked back from the beach to the hotel, uh, where we visited our favorite spot. The bar. <laughs> the hotel bar. Uh, shout out to John, the bartender, who's taken very good care of us here this weekend. Yes, he has. Um, and we made a friend. We did. She was from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we had a nice chat with, with Heather, and... Um, and we then, after we fortified ourselves with a couple of cocktails, took off for the Sip and Stroll shopping event yeah. in um, downtown Nantucket, I suppose, if that's a thing. Cute little downtown, though. Yes. Little shots and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think that some of the places we visited yesterday have reopened specifically for Bucket List Weekend. I would, I would think so. Or in this case, weekends, because yeah. it's this weekend and next weekend. Because there's a lot of places that are closed, restaurant-wise and shop-wise. So, um, but that's okay. So, yeah, we had a chance to walk around, and um, Kelly scored herself a cute T-shirt. I did. On, on good sale, even. off, so it was like $15, which is unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> Here in yeah. Nantucket, based on the prices that I've seen. Um, um, but yeah. And unsurprisingly, we spent the most money in the bookstore. Yes. Um, there are two on Nantucket, um, and they're, they're partners. But the Mitchell's is on Main Street, and Nantucket Bookworks is on Broad Street, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and we were in Mitchell's yesterday, so we collected a few little literary souvenirs there. Uh, had a nice time walking around and made our way back to the hotel for, um, or to get ready for the Golden Girl Gala dinner. Gala dinner. Started out with cocktails mm-hmm. and some really wonderful hors d'oeuvres. Um, Again, shout out to Breeze. Yeah. They're really good here. Um, so I pretty much was full by the time I got to dinner because I <laughs> ate all the appetizers. And, you know, wine was free flowing, so that was a good thing. Yes, they um, do not let your glass get empty. No, absolutely not. Um, complimentary wine. Well, yeah. I guess I paid, part of the deal paid for it in my package price, right? right. Um, but yeah, and so then we all went into dinner, and there was a photo op just like prom where they had the yeah, <laughs> just like prom, <laughs> just like prom. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we met some lovely people at dinner. We sat from uh, we sat with uh, people from New Jersey. And people from Cleveland. So, um, great conversation. Mm-hmm. All of whom, all, well, everyone at our table, I think, was here at Bucket List Weekend for the first time. Yes. 
um, two of the people had had been to Nantucket before for just like a three day jaunt, but um, it was nice that it was everybody's first time, so we could compare notes and talk about our favorite Ellen books and right. where we'd like to go next. So yeah, it was a nice way to spend the evening. The food was really good. It was a uh, lot of options there. You had uh, swordfish, you had crab cakes, you had um, short ribs, right? Mm-hmm. Short ribs. Um, a nice salad, a charcuterie board. Yeah. Which was really good. It was massive. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the great desserts, too. Yeah. you know, I'm a dessert person, so. Yeah, so it was, it was good. And then after dinner was really what we anticipated to be the highlight of the day. Right. Uh, we changed out of our fancy clothes because the gala dinner was, was fancy dress. So we... We did the whole thing. We had the dresses. We did the hair. We were ready. And um, and then afterward, the hotel, once again, uh, in, in their well-oiled machine planning, had vans ready to take us all over to the chicken box yes. for dancing. Uh, the chicken box is a bar that is heavily featured in Ellen novels. Um, and it is a real place. And it's a dive bar. And it's exactly how you would imagine it to be after reading about it in the books. It's nothing like a good dive bar. Right. So we got inside. Um, there's a kind of a horseshoe-shaped bar when you walk in, and then a really big dance floor to the left with a stage. Um, and it's, I haven't done a ton of research on it, but from what it sounds like and from what I read, uh, the chicken box hosts like national acts in the summertime. Um, last night we had Max Tone, who is one of Ellen's favorite bands. They were um, good. They were good. They played a nice mix of of styles and eras and everything. I mean, they kept everybody moving the whole night. Mm-hmm. So we finally called it at midnight <laughs> and got in a taxi to come back. Um, once again, arranged by the hotel. We were... We, we were under the impression we were going to have to make our own arrangements to get home, but there the hotel staff were outside the front door making sure we all right. got a ride. Because so. they did say that they wouldn't leave anybody behind one way or the other. Yeah. Like if you called them at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm assuming they would have come and got They did, in <laughs> fact, do that. Yes, we heard later that um, there was one kind of van load of people who were still waiting and they couldn't get a taxi anymore or the taxis were all busy or it di- and it didn't matter. So um, the one of the concierge team here, his dad is also part of the hotel staff and he's one of the drivers. And so he's like, I had to call dad to come get us all. <laughs> so they, but they made it. So that was good. Uh, but the band was good. Um, we, I don't think we stopped dancing the whole time we no, were there. Because, you know, there was no, like, it was a dance party. Technically, yep. that's what it was billed as when you signed up for this event. It was uh, dancing with Ellen at the chicken box. And so, you know, how sometimes they do slow sets because, but it was all women with very few men. So, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was no need for a slow set. Yeah. Um, so it was all dance. I, having read about the chicken box in the books and having gone and sort of checked out reviews on social media and stuff. It was really fun in there last night because it was a manageable amount of people. Given my claustrophobia, I don't know that I would be able to go to the chicken box on a Saturday in July on right. Nantucket. Um, because I I can't I can't be like pressed in amongst all those people and feel comfortable. Um, in COVID or not. Like I just that's just so I feel like if I was to be there in the summertime, I would be on the fringes sort of watching. Maybe maybe the outside area where the picnic tables were would be right. more my speed. Right. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. People watching was fabulous. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, and we, uh, you know, we kind of scouted ourselves a little spot on the dance floor and and we were... We were pretty close to the stage. I my ears were ringing because I was next to a speaker for yeah. a while, um, but it was great. We had a good time and um, we made it back to the hotel with relatively little difficulty. Um, I I still don't know who we rode back in a cab with. <laughs> oh, I don't know either. They were someone from the, the event, but they didn't yeah. introduce no, themselves. No, but, um, but it was fine. Yeah. So we made it back, and um, I think I was sound asleep by 12.30. Yesterday was pretty long. It was a long day. Uh, we started early. We were up at 6.45 to do the to do the morning, and, and 
I, I'll admit to having dozed off for 20 minutes in the afternoon, <laughs> but, <laughs> but otherwise it was a pretty long day. So, um, so we'll have, we have a second day of a second full day planned, um, for Sunday and, uh, we'll be doing, or we'll get to hear a little sample of the new book, new book the one that's coming. We'll have our, our chance to get our materials autographed, mm-hmm. and then Sunday is Cisco Brewery Day. Yes. So we'll be, um, we'll be making our way. We'll not. We will not be making our way. We're gonna get in the van. Right. <laughs> they're gonna drive us to Cisco so we can get that experience, um, and and then it's kind of pretty casual after yeah. that. So I think the Cisco Brewery is the last event of. That we're signed up for. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. So, um, so we'll be back to report on that. Mm-hmm. Soberish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a pretty good recap of our first full long day. <laughs> it was. I thought we did really well. And um, then we had a chance on Sunday evening to record a little bit more quote-unquote live coverage from our favorite spot at the hotel the bar so here is that uh our recap from sunday here we are we're back in the breeze restaurant it is the end of sunday oh let's be clear we're in the bar area well right breeze bar and it is sunday um we're at the end of our organized activities and we've had a busy day. It's been a very busy day. Um, yeah, a good day. Yes. We took um, we took an opportunity this morning to purchase the Ellen books that we wanted autographed. I think I purchased seven titles. <laughs> starting with number one. Yes. The first one she's written. And then in this series throughout. And then um, that's my goal. And they were all signed to Kelly, right? They were. Yes. It's yes. great news. After we purchased them, we've had book signing. Yeah. yeah. So we waited. Uh, well, first we enjoyed some nice sunshine on the patio of the Nantucket Hotel and Resort, which was lovely. Yes. Um, we had sun for the first time, I think, since we got here. Yeah, because yesterday, as we said, Yeah, Saturday, weather-wise, was a little bit drearier. Um, so we had a nice chance to sit in the sun, and then we bought our books. Then we had the golden opportunity to hear... Ellen Reed from her upcoming novel, which is going to be great. We'll probably review it on this very podcast. Oh, Oh, but Kelly, we forgot to say what our drink is right now. Oh, yes. So, okay, not to criticize anything, but the body choices are a little slim. (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, so we are currently drinking cucumber mint kettle one vodka with club soda. Mm-hmm. More of a splash. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of an equal mix. It's and a tall high ball with yes. a lot of vodka in it. Yes. And, and lime. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing. So refreshing. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, after the, well, let's, I won't get ahead of myself, but that's currently the drink we're enjoying here at the Breeze Bar and Restaurant. And, and we might add that there are several people in the bar area. Yeah. Um, so whatever background noise you're hearing. Anyway, we had the golden opportunity to hear Ellen speak about her upcoming novel, which will be called The Hotel Nantucket, and it sounds like it's going to be a really good one, so that'll be great. I'm sure we'll be reviewing it. Um, and then we took the opportunity to get our book signed. Kelly had her big pile, and I had a few of my own. Got my picture taken with the author. Yes, we, we had a chance to do photographs with Ellen herself and did that. And then um, we went back out and did a more, a little bit more uh, supporting of the local economy while shopping around. Uh, we went back to the bookstores, poked our head into a couple like, t-shirt shops, um, and then... Uh, to round out Sunday's activity list, we, well, no, then we enjoyed a delightful lunch in the hotel restaurant. Um, we had some great chowder and fries, also had a drink, and then, (laughs) and then we got on the shuttle bus to, um, 
Cisco Brewery, which is a little bit farther into the island than we are now. Um, I would say it's across the island, but the whole island is only like three and a half miles. So it's like kind of across and down a little ways. Um, but that was really fun. They had a band playing live music. And what I didn't know until we got there, and I don't know if you knew this, Kelly, was that Cisco Breweries also has an on-site distillery, Triple Eight Distillery. Did you know that? I did know that because I saw, when I looked up Cisco Brewery, when I knew that that was one of the options, I did look it up and I saw, because, you know, craft beer can go either way for me, and I can't drink a lot of it, so I prefer the ones that have more variety. Yeah, I mean so this, I, looked up. I mean this in the nicest possible way, you're a lot more discerning with your beer choice than I am. So I, it's like, like if it's good, I'm gonna drink it, and that's fine. I don't, I don't. I mean, I should know the difference between more of them than I do, and I don't. Um, as long but as it's not are, a stout. You enjoyed a nice flight. Oh, I did. Which, which I think was good because it gives you the flavor. Right. I went straight to the grapefruit IPA, which is a Grippa. Yeah. And uh, it was really good, but I don't know the ones I tasted of yours. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I could have. A whole one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we got inside to Cisco, and to the left was the beer room, to the right was the distillery. Um, so there was a little something for everyone, which is good. Um, and yes, yeah, so I ordered a flight. I had four, kind, like four probably three ounce pours. Kelly had the grippa, and then we switched over to the distillery because we were here, and I, I sort of felt like we needed to try both, given the opportunity. So I had this lovely blueberry vodka, which I would highly recommend. I'm going to figure out how we get it in the States. <laughs> or in Michigan, anyway. <laughs> um, We're still in the States. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, get it off island. Yes, there you go. Yes, so Kelly had the blueberry lemonade with the blueberry vodka. I had something called an O'Shore, which had orange vodka and some other stuff in it. We were a grapefruit juice, I think a little club soda, a little lemon juice, and um, it was very good. So yeah, we're gonna see if we can't score some of the triple eight distillery vodkas yeah. at home. Yeah. yeah. So and so now we are currently enjoying our cucumber mint uh, cocktails in the hotel bar. I just looked over at yours. I thought it was gone. <laughs> Not yet. I just didn't see the line of the liquid, which was funny. Um, that we had, let me just tell you about, so the, the hotel sends a van to get yeah. you back and forth. So, going there, everybody was like pretty quiet, so there's not a lot of conversation. And, and remember, these are all women, right? So, coming back, the last ride we had was extremely entertaining. Oh, yes. Yes, it was an entertaining bus ride back. Yeah, it, it, it really, really was. They, so they had to take, obviously they had to take more than one van because there's enough people here that we all need to ride. And um, on the second run back, the Nantucket Hotel sent their old-timey fire engine. And it's... Open air. Oh, yeah. People were riding on the back. It's the kind of thing you would see in a parade. Yes. And um, they had probably a half a dozen of our co-participants riding in the back of the open air on the way back. And what was it? Maybe like four miles? Yeah, maybe. So I bet it was a chilly ride, but it would have been, you know, an unforgettable experience. Yeah. So, so we grabbed our merch. We got our souvenirs from Cisco and made our way back. So now we're just trying to determine um, what we're going to do for dinner i.e. the rest of the evening. Right, because we're pretty much on our own now. We had a lovely conversation with Ellen's sister, Heather, um, on the way back while we were standing outside waiting for the shuttle to come back. Um, it was a, it was a yeah. lovely conversation. Yep. Um, Heather is acting as Ellen's sort of right-hand man this weekend and next weekend, um, making sure that people are getting on the shuttles, making sure that people are cared for at dinner, and um, we are we're currently watching dinner roll by. Correct. It looks good. <laughs> it's so right. It's really good. Um, and so she's, yeah, so we gave her just like a smidgen of feedback about the weekend. Um, shouted out the hotel staff who've just been remarkable. They've, I can't say enough nice things. If you are coming to Nantucket, and they're not paying me to say this, no one's paying me for anything on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Correct. Correct. Trust me. But you, I don't think you could beat the service that we're receiving here at this particular hotel.
So that was Sunday. And I hearing it back, it's kind of funny to me how tired we were. <laughs> it was a whirlwind weekend. It really I was. mean, there was like you know, and I don't sleep well in hotel rooms and that kind of stuff either. So, you know, outside of my own bed. So there's that that added thing. And then you still get up at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning because yep. that's what you're used to or something's planned. But yeah. yeah. So Sunday we um we had our we had our chance to get the autographs, get the books, do a little more shopping. We went to Cisco. By the time we recorded that portion <laughs> of the <laughs> of the podcast, I had been drunk and sober already once and was well on my way to drunk again. Yes. yes <laughs> Sunday absolutely. night. Which I'm not bragging about, but that I could hear myself slurring a little bit in that portion. <laughs> well, it's thick. So. Cucumber mint drink, vodka, and then you had a beer. Uh, I had a lot. To yeah. Drink. It just. And then you had the drink at Cisco. So, yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we had one with dinner. Dinner mm-hmm. was nice Sunday night. They fed us again at the hotel. Um, we actually were going to venture out Sunday evening to another establishment, but um, due to a variety of factors, a bunch of stuff's not open. No. The things that are open, a lot of them are not open on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the place that we were going to go actually had to close because of illness. Mm-hmm. So um, we wound up just at Breeze again, which was fine. They did a great job that evening. And that night, Heather sat with us. With yeah, dinner. we had a we had dinner with uh, Ellen's sister, Heather. Yeah. yeah so, so that was nice. It was. Um, and then Monday, Monday was our last day, half day on the island. I'm sorry, on island. On island. On island. You Either don't say on, on island or off island. Yes. And we, after spending so much time at the bar, B-A-R, <laughs> we went to a class at the bar, B-A-R-R-E. Yes. <laughs> Just to clarify, because it was like 8.45 in the morning. Right. So once again, the hotel staff were super nice. They shuttled us over to the class. Um, this is Ellen's like regular bar class. And so, um, and I have to tell you, I have not been to a structured fitness class since like COVID pre COVID. Right. So, um, it felt good to get moving around a little bit after all the indulgence of the weekend, but it was a challenging class. It really was. And, and Ellen was in attendance. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it was kind of fun. So we talked to her after the class and met some lovely people in there. Somebody who's from Ireland and moving back to Ireland yep. and yeah everybody i got the, the the feeling that everyone on Nantucket was like it didn't matter where we went everyone wanted to talk to you it mm-hmm. was really nice people on the sidewalk when you'd pass them everyone was greeting you and you know saying hello and uh, they a bucket list weekend has been going on for quite some time so i think they know that like when it's happening and um I don't know. I don't think they're putting on a show. I just think that's how it is there. Um, But everybody, everywhere we went, people were happy to chat and and ask how we were enjoying it and give us tips. So that was nice. But yeah, so it was it was good to get to class. Yeah. So we uh, ended so class. They came back and got us lovely girls at the reception Mm -hmm. desk at the hotel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's one of those things where. other tasks as assigned <laughs> to right. take two women yeah. to bar class. Right. So, uh-huh. And then they granted us a late checkout so we could yeah. clean up after class is over and, you know, not have to, to stress about that. After that, they held our bags. We went shopping one more time. I had seen someone wearing a sweatshirt in the at, at breakfast in the morning. Um, and we went to find that. We found the library, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was really cool. Which- I thought it was a like a theater, yep, but it was same. actually a library. Mm-hmm. We found the library. Uh, we walked around town a little bit more. Um, I feel like we went somewhere else on Monday that was of note, um, but maybe not. I don't think so. Okay. Uh-uh. No. Well, I can't remember. And, okay, so we found the library. We did our thing. We went back to the hotel and waited for the shuttle, and then they shuttled us over to the airport. Now. So, <laughs> mind you. We took the ferry out, though we were supposed yes. to take the plane. So I was all psyched to take the plane going out. And then I had to reorient my mind to think, oh, my God, I'm taking a ferry now. So so now we're about ready to get on the plane, the small Cessna. Yeah. And so now I have to reorient myself to get on a plane. And I'm not going to lie to you. I spent most of Monday anticipating a cancellation and having oh, to absolutely. do the same like speedy reverse trip that we had taken right. from the ferry to the bus to the airport. Right. 
the email never came. No, it didn't. And it was a beautiful day on Monday. Yeah. It was a beautiful, clear day on Monday. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know which I'd prefer, the ferry or the plane. I don't know. Well, let's talk about the plane. Let's talk about the plane. So, so hmm. we get to the airport. It's tiny. It's a tiny airport, which mm-hmm. you you know would anticipate on an island of the size of Nantucket. Um, and we, as we're checking in, we have to do the baggage check. We have to pay for the baggage. And then not only do they weigh your checked bag, but they weigh your carry-on bag. They weigh your personal item. And then they ask you your how much estimated you weigh, weight. <laughs> which I have never been so glad to be last in a line in my whole life. <laughs> because. Oh. So, and I, I think based on what I read online, that's how they decide where they're going to put you on the plane. Mm. And so um, I'm watching them unload an incoming flight. And my heart rate skyrockets. <laughs> I, as I've mentioned already, I'm a claustrophobic, and I'm certain I'm gonna pass out on this plane. I've just, I, I'm, I'm looking through the windows, and I'm seeing these people that look like they're super crammed inside there. I'm, I'm freaked out, and I'm pacing around. And poor Kelly, she was a total trooper. <laughs> she's, she's like, "What can I do? What do you need?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't even know what I need right now. I need this part of the trip to be over." <laughs> And, you know, it's funny because she's claustrophobic. And so she's worried about she's not worried about the flight at all. I'm 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 not. Well, I am claustrophobic, but I'm not concerned about being on this plane. And as in space around me, I'm more concerned about how bumpy this ride is going to be. And that's my anxiety level. And so I'm taking I'm down in drama mean before we even get on. Yeah. And I took my anxiety medication (laughs) at the airport so that I was ready. And so then they they put us through TSA all as a group of people who were going to be on our flight, Mm -hmm. moved us through there. (laughs) My baggage scale got me flagged. I have this handheld baggage scale that I can use to weigh my suitcases to make sure that I'm not overpacking. It wound up in my carry-on bag, and it, it, like, red flagged at TSA. So they had to empty out that little bag, which was not a big deal. I'd rather they be safe. But um, it was just, like, another, like, thing about our travel that was just noteworthy. So we're now we're waiting. They've taken our checked bags. Now they – the – Air, what are they? Airplane assistants? I don't know. Whoever are in charge of loading the planes come to our our gate, which is a door to outside. Right. It's a garage door, really. Literally. It's not even. Yeah. It's a door to outside. <laughs> they come. Now they've collected all of our personal items. This is where I panicked a little bit because I wasn't ready for them to take my purse, which had all of my distractions in it. Oh. I had my book was in there. My crossword puzzles were in there. Like, and so they took that. And now I'm like, oh, my God, now what am I going to do? It turns out it didn't matter. Mm-mm. So we get out to the plane. Kelly said, it feels like we're walking the plane. Because, <laughs> well, you know, these little airports. And well, it was. Well, you're walking on the tarmac to yep. get on the plane. Yep. So there's no like jetway or anything. No. It's just you walk there, you walk up the steps to the plane, and they, you're standing in a circle, or you're standing in a group, and they say, okay, you're going to go you're gonna go first. You're going to go next. And yeah. they, that's how they tell you yep. to sit. And they put us in what they call the love seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had the only two seats together yes. on the plane. But what that meant was my left shoulder was like next to the latch on the door and you got i were you that close to that side of the door i was by the window which is not a good place for me but i was over the wing and the the steps to the plane are on the door of the plane so like you climb up these two little steps and then they fold up the door behind you so but i was so pleasantly surprised when well, I got on Well, you had a lot of space. And you were, I like, did. in the center of the plane, so that your view was, like, straight out the window. They could not have put me in yeah. a better spot yeah. for my my issues. Right. Um, I and, and at one point, I so I was wrong. I thought we were flying over Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard was the island I could see off to the left. Oh. When I said to you, I think we're flying over the vineyard, why do I see so many water towers? We were, That was actually, like... I think the beginning of Cape Cod. Oh. So we once we flew over that little bit of water, yeah. we were back over okay. mainland. Okay. I had to go back and look at a map. Okay. <laughs> and almost from the time that we reached our like cruising altitude, which I feel like was only about six thousand feet. It wasn't very much. <laughs> I could see I could see the Boston skyline. Yeah. So 
do you want to talk about the plane at all? Well, was... you know, so so you're so you get on the plane, right? It's not been started yet. You're like, no. they haven't started yet. No. So it's got propellers on it. So it's a little prop like a plane. Go-kart. It's it's it, it had a hard time starting. It was like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you and have I'm to thinking, go. Oh, you have to go way out to the end of the runway, <laughs> right? right, to get enough like lift, right? And so we taxied for a good ten minutes. I want to say yeah. maybe five to ten minutes. I think it was. I was watching the count the cl- the count up clock oh, on okay. the dash. Okay. I think we were, I think seven minutes yeah. in before yeah. we took off. And then you know he does this like three sixty turn or ninety degree right. turn to get. He goes to the end of the runway because I kept thinking, okay, we're at the end of the runway. Where are we going from yep. here? But no, you have to turn around. Which he is like what whips he did. the tail of the plane around, yeah. so pointing back at the airport. Yeah, and then that's how he takes off. And then you know it was it was okay. I couldn't focus because I was right by the wings, and the wings were moving. It was constant <laughs> movement. The wings were moving up and down, and I can't, I couldn't see the, I, I didn't need to see that because that's what was making me sick. So I had this little white spot on the floor that I stared at for forty five minutes. Every now and then, when it seemed to have settled down a little bit, like we weren't moving as much. Um, I could look out and see, yeah. but once the wings started going back and forth again, nope, couldn't do that. Um, it wasn't bad. I, like I said, I think it could have been a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, there was a couple times that we dropped. Yep, there were a couple big bumps. Um, and uh, that that does not sit well with me at all. Um, but I think we could have dropped. Because in Ellen's book, The Golden Girl, there's that <sighs> plane ride that she just stopped talking to us about that book while we were there. <laughs> I know. I, even Ellen said when we were at bar that morning, she's like, we were telling her how we were getting out. She's like, oh, did you read the scene in my book, Golden Girl? And we're like, yeah, but you don't need to do that right, right now. <laughs> no, nope, not, not three hours before we're getting on the plane. Thanks anyway. But yeah, I do think it could have been a lot worse. Um, and I think it's just hit or miss whether how smooth. I mean, yeah. in all reality, it was a very smooth flight. It was probably smoother than the ferry ride coming in. Yeah. And I said to Kelly after we were back on the ground and walking through the airport to our second flight, I, that that segment of the trip, that 45-minute segment was something that I thought about a thousand times leading up to this whole adventure. Yeah. And I had psyched myself out of it so many times. And ultimately, I think... It was the smoothest segment of our travel, both to and from the island. <laughs> it probably was, but the, the 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 knowledge that it doesn't always end isn't right. always that way. That's, right, that's the problem. See, so. I think that the ferry could have been a lot smoother if we would have come at a different time. But again, you yeah. know, so I don't know which one I'd take again. That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, fifteen minutes difference between the two. I would take the ferry if only because Reliable. all we kept hearing was that the ferries Very, are a lot likelier to go out yes. than the planes are. Reliability. So I think that's what I would do. Yeah. But um, ultimately, the Cape Air Cessna 402 was not nearly as scary no. as I thought it was going to be. No. So, all right. So we get to Boston. We land. We collect our bags on the tarmac. <laughs> right. <laughs> our personal items. They've sent our checked bags to Detroit. And um, we get inside. We find ourselves another drink because we've definitely earned it. Mm-hmm. it was That was a little nerve-wracking getting on that plane, so we feel like we're, we need one more on our way home. Have our drink. We're at our gate. We get on the plane to Detroit, which should have been a piece of cake. Oh, and right. Then, evidently, my anxiety medicine wore off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but we had landed. <laughs> no, I was... We were about a half hour from landing, and I tur- Kelly was across the aisle from me, and I turned to look at her, and I was like, how many more minutes are left on this flight? <laughs> and she was like, 30. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do 30. And I'm starting to like, I can't take a deep breath, and I'm starting to sweat. So I'm like loosening my shoelaces, and I was like, why do I have long sleeves on? And I was, I was starting to spiral. And we finally land, and I don't, if you've ever landed at Detroit, you know that it can sometimes take 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes to get to your gate. Yeah. So I'm like trying to like mentally, I'm like, all right, we're on the ground now. Like we're almost there. We're almost there. This is a short taxi. And I'm like, oh, great. We're only like halfway back on the plane. We're going to be off this plane in a few minutes. We pull up to the gate only to find out the jet bridge is broken. Yep. So I'm losing it. I just want to get off the plane. I really, and um, I'm trying to hold it together. 
And then the pilot says they have to call the mechanics, at <laughs> which, which point I'm like, all right, now be? I got to stand up. So <laughs> I make my way to the back of the plane where I'm talking to the flight attendants and they are they were super nice about the whole thing. They were offering me water. Did I need, you know, do you need, uh, can you want to step off here and, and you know, just stand off to the side? And I was like, that's great. Thank you so much. And they, and it ultimately was about 15 minutes. So, but by that time I was so like, my blood pressure was so high by then. I didn't want to be in the terminal. I didn't want to be in my car. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to be home where I could stretch out and it was not going to be a big deal. So, um, so weirdly, the little plane was the easiest portion of the whole the whole travel experience to and from. But um, I'm glad we went. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know that I would need to do this particular event Mm-mm. on Nantucket again. Um, I would like to return to Nantucket yeah. on my own. Yeah. And I would do Bucket List Weekend again in a different location. Yeah. If she does St. John and Martha's Vineyard. So we should note, um, and we should have said this at the beginning, but we'll say it now. uh, Bucket List Weekend was something that we chose to do and paid for ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. (laughs) We we went because we are Ellen Hildebrand fans. Yes. um, And... None of this was sponsored in any way. No, not at all. <laughs> we we are not receiving anything for reviewing her books or talking about bucket lists. We just wanted to give you this because we know we've talked about a lot of her books on here and we got to see the places in real life this time. And it was very exciting. And um, I think it's really pretty cool that she gives her fans that opportunity and makes herself as accessible as she does yeah. during that weekend. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So in all... I think big thumbs up for both oh, this weekend. <laughs> absolutely. It was a good Great time. time. It was a good time. So, um, all right. So next month mm-hmm. um, in February, we're going to read Get a Life. Chloe Brown. Chloe Brown. Talia, Talia Hibbert. Hibbert. Mm-hmm. Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go back to something romancy because of. I don't think we've ever done a romance. Santa Suit was probably the closest we came to well, a romance yeah. and even that was more of a little bit of a mystery so yeah. so yeah we're gonna try a romance book for february so we'll be back next month with a, a recap of that book and our review of that with a some kind of drink that go, we'll see what the what the what drink the book delivers to us exactly exactly <laughs> so, in the meantime thank you for listening to this supersized episode but we hope you enjoyed it <laughs> and um we'll be back to talk to you again in february with uh, a romance title and another drink recommendation cheers cheers, cheers.